Welcome to the Micah Micah podcast presented by Legendary Sports Network. I'm Mike here with Micah and LQ. How are we doing today, guys? Football is back, bro. Yeah, football is back. Uh, Thursday night, Thursday night football. The preseason has officially uh, kicked off. We we we're finally gotten through the dog days of summer. We can start finally start getting excited to see uh, some football coming back. We've been doing our previews uh, throughout the season, and we are going to make sure we get through all eight divisions before the NFL season starts on Thursday night with the Packers versus the Bears. In this episode, we are going to be uh, we're going to be talking about uh, the what the hell? Hey, LQ is y'all tripping, bro? Can y'all hear me though? Yeah, it's a you not uh, in oh, here now, though. Oh fuck! <laughs> oh shit! I thought, yeah, the joke said that you completely left. All right, you good, you good. I'll just start again. Yeah, bro. I don't, bro. Anger been real janky the last couple of days, bro. Bro, Anger oh, need dude. to go ahead, bro, and just go ahead and drop that new update or a whole new app because they wild. That's just patching, yeah. bro. You need, the, yeah, they, you need to drop the newest patch. Yeah. Hey, Mike, you yeah. finished the intro, though, right? You got through the intro? No, I was almost done, but I it could, was, I could just restart like, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, could, I could restart the joke. It was getting real but, janky, yeah. bro. Yeah. All right. Let's just kick it up from. Actually, I'll just start from Packers and Bears because yeah, I can I can edit that up. <clears throat> all right. Yes, football is back, and we are going to get through all eight divisions before that NFL season starts on a Thursday night with the Packers and the Bears. It's going to be a very fun time, but this is going to be a very fun podcast because we are talking about the NFC East. I know Mike and I are. We're big Redskins fans, so this should be an interesting pod. But it's the usual phone format. We're going to go with the biggest question for each team going into the season. We're going to, th- going to go through the best offense, the best defense, and then finally give our overall rankings for the NFC East. So, LQ, I'll start with you here. We're going to start with uh, the Giants. And my question for you is, how many games will Daniel Jones end up playing this season? And is this the season that Eli Manning's career with the Giants is over? Um, I don't know, man. It's is it's pretty. It's the situation in New York. I don't really know what their situation is. I know they're not contending at all, but I don't know if they're going the soft rebuild or the hard rebuild. The OBJ trade kind of signified that it is time for the rebuild, and uh, the return back from that was uh, Jabril Peppers and I think maybe another pick. So. I'm not really sure what that says about the Giants, man. You have Saquon and Daniel Jones above Dwayne Haskins is a mistake that I know they'll be living, I mean, the next uh, 15 years or so. So, I don't know, man. But to answer the question, bro, I I, I can't. Um, <laughs> like I said, I, Giants, I, don't, I don't know what they're doing right now, man. It's It's like, bro, if – if they want to jump into the future now and start that rebuild, of course, throw him in there. But it's like, you want to give Eli the farewell to her? <laughs> like, I, I just don't know what the Giants' plan is right now, man. So, uh, maybe eight games if they, you know what I'm saying, go two and six. Maybe they say, all right, well, let's give the kid a go. All right. Michael? Uh, So, kind of building off what you're saying, LQ, if we was going to call it like a soft or hard rebuild, I would call it a soft rebuild. In the sense that the Eli is playing the entire season. He might play the entire next season. Um, for some reason, they believe – man, I believe Eli still got it. And I, I don't really agree, and I don't really agree with their pick either. But that's the guy they're going to build around for the future. But Eli is playing for the next two years at minimum, bro. And that's why I call it a soft rebuild because it's not you're throwing in the rookie guy um, – you're kind of trading all your assets, although they did kind of do that with Odell and Olivier Vernon. Um, it's more so I feel like they feel they have a chance to sneak into a wild card, maybe next year, not this year, if they play their cards right and draft well. Um, outside of their first quarterback pick, they had a decent draft, uh, picked up some good secondary pieces, some other depth, other places. So um, to answer the question, uh, like I don't think – I don't think Daniel Jones sees the field this year. And I don't think he sees it for the next two years at that. Uh, you might see some stuff happen next year. If Eli, if this is Eli, uh, Eli's farewell tour, 
then we see Daniel Jones next year. But I think he still has another two years left in the tank. Yeah, that's that's what I'm getting with because, like you said, we don't know what exactly the Giants are doing right now, whether they're going full rebuild mode or if they're just saying we're still contenders and we can still uh, sneak into a wild card spot. But looking at the Giants, I see it very similar to the Baltimore Ravens situation. Um, Joe Flacco obviously has some had some years left in the tank with him, and I don't believe that Lamar Jackson would have seen the field last year if it wasn't for Joe Flacco getting hurt. So if I was to go off of everybody's healthy, I do believe that Daniel Jones won't see the field. But if Daniel, if Eli does get hurt or something happens and there is a switch, I don't think they're ever going back uh, to Eli as the starting quarterback. I think that's that's probably going to be the biggest um, the biggest issue for uh, for Eli and Daniel Jones there. But I don't think that he's ready. I don't think that he's going to be a great quarterback by by any stretch. And I mean. For, this, from coming out of training camp, it looked like he hasn't really wowed. But usually, a lot of rookie QBs don't wow you um, in in training camp unless they're they're elite type uh, type of quarterbacks. Uh, moving on to the Eagles, the Eagles won the Super Bowl two years ago against uh, the Patriots last year. Uh, they didn't make the playoffs again. Wentz did get hurt once again. Nick Foles was a catch away from Alshon Jeffrey leading them uh, to making it to uh, the next, making it to. Uh, the NFC Championship game, possibly another uh, Super Bowl return. But now Nick Foles is no longer there. They do not have a backup quarterback that can lead them to a Super Bowl. So do you believe that the Eagles have a chance to go ahead and make uh, the Super Bowl again? Or do you think that Wentz doesn't have the ability to stay healthy enough and this is not going to be a Super Bowl team? Mike, I'll start with you. So the interesting uh, interesting thing about the Eagles and I guess their window of what they can do is a lot of NFL teams is really that two-year window. And we saw the Eagles, of course, win the Super Bowl in that first window year, which is pretty good for them. And then that second window year, like you said, they were only a catch away from being right back in the big dance. But my thing is, and I guess kind of what I'm getting at is, I think that window is closed, and I don't think that makes them not contenders. I think they're still going to be a great team. But the NFC has retooled while Carson Wentz has been hurt in the last two years. That's a big thing that's happening. And, of course, they still have their core guys around. But how far can the Eagles be a team ahead of everybody? We saw the Saints last year go crazy. We've seen other teams retool. We saw the Rams absolutely destroy it last year, like, there's a lot of teams that are vying for that spot that the Eagles kind of occupy right now, and I don't think they're Super Bowl contenders anymore. Uh, it doesn't absolve them from being a great team, and I still think they have a good 10 or 11, possibly a 12-win season in them, but I don't see them back in the Super Bowl anytime soon. Thank you. I agree with what Micah said, man. It's like uh, in this league, man, everything changes so rapidly. It's like – the Seahawks had their, you know, a couple years of dominance, and then they barely can make the wild card. So it's like, do I see them as Super Bowl contenders? No. Uh, playoff contenders and contenders to win their division? Yes. Um, with Carson Wentz, it's like those injuries, it's, it's, if it's not one thing, it's another. He had the back injury. The ACL. With the stress, ACL, the stress fractures. Um, he had a few rib injuries. It's It's, it's a lot with him, so. I don't know who their backup quarterback is now, but it's not Nick Foles. Um, that was definitely a big luxury that they had the last uh, year to, you know what I'm saying, kind of take them to levels that maybe Carson Wentz is looking to get them to. But if he's healthy, I believe they can definitely start to make some noise in the upper echelon in the NFC. But as Micah said, I do think they have been passed up. Prime? Uh, for sure, the Eagles – are still Super Bowl contenders. Uh, yes, the only thing that we can really say is Carson Wentz's health. That's the only thing anybody negative can say about the Eagles. I mean, they got D-Jack back. You got Alshon Jeffrey, Zach Ertz, Goddard. You bring Jordan Howard over. You get Vinny Curry back. You signed, oh, you signed to get Malik Jackson. So the defense is there. They signed Jonathan Cyprian uh, for the back end, still with Malcolm Jenkins. Like, the list goes on and on. So – they're still Super Bowl contenders. Uh, I think if Wentz stays healthy, and that's a big if, obviously, but if he stays healthy, they'll be back in the Super Bowl next year. I, I believe so. So you, you would have him as, if Wentz is healthy, as your Super Bowl favorites over the uh, Rams or, or just? Yeah, in the NFC, yeah, they'll, they'll get to the Super Bowl because, like, they have the talent is everywhere on the team. Just like everyone is 
you know, talking about the Browns right now. Oh, they got this player and that player and this player. The Eagles, if you go position by position, they're ready. Like, they're getting Jason Peters back at left tackle. He was hurt last year. You know, he was hurt. You 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 know what I'm saying? It's They got a lot of players on that side of the ball. So, it's it's basically just going to come down to Carson Wentz. Yeah, and I think that's why that's why I'm not going to go with the Eagles as Super Bowl contenders because it does come down to Carson Wentz. We've seen a quarterback in the NFC East almost in a similar situation where they've had great talent around them, but injuries left and right just always wasn't – they weren't able to get over the hump. Uh, Car- uh, Carson Wentz started off very well. Um, ACL came back from that with the back, with the neck, so many different things. We saw that with Tony Romo. Tony Romo was a quarterback that kept on getting injured and just – because of one injury, would overcompensate and injure himself again. And going into this season, Carson Wentz, there's a lot more added pressure because a lot of Eagles fans are looking at you like, look, Nick Foles was able to take us to the Super Bowl. You were our top pick. You were supposed to be the guy that did that for us, and Nick Foles did it. You weren't able to go last year. The Eagles were in a bad place uh, when Carson Wentz got hurt last year. Then Nick Foles was able to bring him back. They were able to win out to get to the playoffs. And then – Alshon Jeffrey, a routine catch that he usually makes, drops it, and that takes their chance from potentially making it to another Super Bowl. So with the pressure, along with the injury issues, I don't know. I just don't think that it's it's time for um, the Eagles to be Super Bowl contenders. I think it's it's passed them by that a lot of teams in the NFC have gotten a lot better. The Eagles are still a good team on paper, of course, but if you, if you have Nate Sunfield now leading you, if Carson Wentz gets hurt, it's a different story than uh, than Nick Foles. But we're going to move on to the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys have been in the news recently. Um, Everybody had them as probably division favorites or making the playoffs definitely. But things have changed with Ezekiel Elliott telling Josina Anderson that he's not going to be playing unless he gets a new deal. Zeke is currently in Cabo right now as training camp is going on. So I'll start with you here, Prime. What are the Cowboys without Zeke and what are the Cowboys with Zeke? Where, Where do you see their ceilings at for both? situations. All right, so with the Cowboys, we all know, we all hate, you know, but I mean, with Zeke, they are Super Bowl contenders, believe it or not, even though our feelings about them, uh, they have uh, an elite defense led by, but that offense with Dak Prescott can definitely get it done too when at Super Bowl, we have seen less offenses get it done, but without Zeke, they would not make the playoffs. You got Dak and Amari and who else? I mean, yeah, you sign Alpha Morris. He does. He doesn't really change life. Um, you drafted uh, some guy from Boise State, Tony Pollard. You're not. You're not game planning for guys like that. Zeke is that type of guy. When you when you are playing the Cowboys this week and you're walking into the meeting room, the first person you're thinking about is do you slow him down? So. Like I said, without Zeke, they won't sniff the playoffs. I actually think without Zeke, Cow- the, the the Cowboys may be the third best team in that division. Whoa. Oh, man. He's, okay. he's, the, bread and, okay. he's the bread and butter of that team, man. And I know the defense is elite. The defense is elite. And defense definitely wins games. But, I mean, he's the bread and butter. You, time of possession, all that, all them type of factors change. So, I mean, yeah. Michael? Uh, and you put a – well, you mentioned, a, a, like, a great point, bro, that the defense they have is is wild. So, I mean, if you want to throw a defense out there and you want to, I guess, abandon the running game because Zeke's not going to be there. Tony Pollard's not going to be it. Alfred Morris is not 2012. Uh, <laughs> like, that's – so the running game, game is going to be based off whatever your pass game does. You're going to have to pass the run. Does Dak Prescott have that in him? I don't really think so. Uh, and you might see uh, some better stats. Uh, you might see some more volume from Dak Prescott, but I think you're going to see a lot more mistakes. He's been able to kind of pace his mistakes because he has Zeke. But I guess they kind of tooled for it, or they kind of had the right mindset to get a guy like Randall Cobb to throw into the slot. But you still need an outside receiver. Michael Gallup, that's not Allen Hearns from last year. Allen Hearns, before that unfortunate injury, was doing his thing. Uh, Michael Gallup is not that. Um, I still think they're still missing Des Bryant. Truthfully, they still miss that hole. That guy who is that shoe number one. Hopefully, Amari Cooper turns into that. But without Zeke, bro, I mean, you're gonna rely on Jason Witten. Like, what's going on for your <laughs> offensive side? 
unless Dak Prescott is running QB power like Lamar Jackson, then they're going to be a team with not a lot of firepower but a great defense. So they might be a, a getting out the playoff race. I don't think they're their best team. I still think they rank above the Redskins and the Giants, but I don't know if that gets them a playoff spot. It might just be uh, turned into a, a race where it's two playoff teams in the NFC East, just a one. So hopefully you get Zeke back, but as it's looking right now, he's looking to hold out, and it's probably going to be for a good amount of time. So I don't know. You know, the Cowboys without Zeke, it's just – it's not. It's not happening, bro. It's not going to be a good season. LQ, I want to end with you here because last year uh, you were in this situation with your running back, <laughs> Le'Veon <Yes>. Bell. Uh, <laughs> hey yo, he said he was going to come back eventually. He never came back. So what do you, what do you think is going to happen in this Cowboy situation? Uh yeah, man. I I've been there before. You know, um, twenty six left us last year. You know, said he was going to come back in a week or so. That week or so still hasn't happened. I'm still waiting for him to come back, but. In terms of Zeke, man, they went three and three without him during his suspension. Um, and also that was before Amari Cooper got there. If Dak Prescott is the quarterback that he's trying to get paid like, this is his time to show us what he can do. I feel like they're a playoff team and even a Super Bowl contender when all of them are there and healthy. This time that Zeke will miss, if there's any time missed, will show us who the real Dak Prescott is. So I'm very, very interested in seeing what's going to go on from right now to week one. They got the Giants week one. I don't think they beat the Giants without Zeke, bro. The Giants? The Giants. My bold Ooh. prediction right here, right now. <laughs> All right. I mean, um, the Cowboys have had this situation before with Emmett Smith. Uh, they went 0-2, I believe, and then they ended up paying Emmett Smith. I think Zeke is trying to follow in the, those footsteps. But unfortunately, their first two games are against the Giants and the Redskins. I do believe that they're going to win both of those games. So um, it, it's, it's going to be tough. Uh, I do believe that Zeke is a different type of running back where he changes your offense. Dak isn't the same without Zeke, but we haven't seen Dak without Zeke, but Amari now. He has, he has a true number one uh, wide receiver. Um, Alfred Morris isn't going to get it done for you. I believe they did draft two running backs in uh, – yeah. In the draft, and we were making we were making fun of them for drafting two running backs, but foresight, bro. I mean, maybe they, yeah, maybe they they saw that it was coming. They knew that Zeke was feeling this way, and they were like, "Well, let's get as many running backs in here to see if we can try to uh, replicate what we can get with Zeke." But Zeke is catching the ball out of the backfield. He's going to get you those extra yards. He's a great blocker. He's a three down back. You you can't just replace that. And um, I think you you have to pay him. It's it's going to be tough just because. It's going to be tough because we see that the running back position has gotten devalued, but I think there's certain running backs that they're worth every dollar. Like Melvin Gordon, I, I don't really care. Like <laughs> he can go ahead and set out the whole season. The Chargers would be fine. But when it, <laughs> yeah, when it comes to Zeke, this is a this is a different animal, a different monster, and you got to pay him. As a Redskins fan, shoot, don't pay him. Get him out of the NFC East. Let him sit in Cabo for a whole season. I will not complain there, but I do think that the Cowboys, um, the Cowboys should go ahead and pay him. If Zeke does come back, the Cowboys – I think the Cowboys are, are, are legit Super Bowl Absolutely. contenders. Um, the defense is crazy. Um, the offense, it, it's pretty good. And with Zeke, obviously, it's, it's amazing. And if Dak can be that quarterback and get it to Amari and spread the ball, yeah, they'll be there. They were, they were a game away – they were a game away making uh, any real noise and really turning it up. But the Rams last year were stacked everywhere and – now the Cowboys had another year for their young defense to get even better, stronger. They locked up Lawrence. So if Zeke is back, it's a very, very scary team, but it's totally different with uh, Zeke not being there. And yeah. uh, last, <laughs> but, last but not least, uh, <laughs> you, know, you know we we had to talk about him. Uh, the Washington Redskins, hail to yes, the Redskins. Sir. Uh, started off last season hot, and then Alex Smith broke mm. his leg. Um he just finally got his brace off. He's starting to walk now. It's not so. funny, right? <laughs> yeah, he said he's saying it like he about to come back and save y'all season. <laughs> I mean, he's not about to come back. I mean, we're just happy that he has his leg. I mean, got that he could have been amputated, got, you know. That, he definitely got that joint amputated. Yeah, the, the Redskins curse was, was real last year. So, in the offseason, the Redskins decided to trade for Case Keenum, keep Colt McCoy, and, of course, draft. Dwayne Haskins out of Ohio State. So the first question regarding the Redskins is, how many games do you think Dwayne Haskins is going to play 
uh, this season. And Mike, I'll start with uh, you. Here. I'll say from the eight to ten range. Um, I think they're going to treat this similar to how Baker Mayfield was brought in, even though. Well, actually, excuse me, Lamar Jackson is what I'm more thinking of. Um, I don't see. Well, first of all, they have Colt McCoy as a starter on the depth chart. Simply, that's that's smoke and mirrors, bro. That's not happening. Case Keenum is going to end up starting the season, and what you're probably going to see is. Either he does an absolutely average job or he does terrible. He's not going to excel. Uh, it's going to be regular Case Keenum. He might throw eight touchdowns. He might also throw eight picks. And it's going to be a situation where we might be one and five after week six. Oh, well, yeah. Well, in, in serious, we might be one and five after week six. And Jay Gruden is – he's on that super hot seat right now, bro. At that point, to save his own job and not really to – I wouldn't even say just to save his own job, but just to, like, see what he's working with. He might throw Haskins in there because at that point, the season is lost. And why not give your guys some uh, give you guys some burn? Um, personally, I don't want to see Haskins at all this season, even if the ship sails and we're terrible and we go 2-14. and 14. I want him to, and especially if Jay Gruden is on the way out, I want him to sit um, most likely, and I hope they do this. Kevin O'Connell ends up taking up the offense and the head coach role, and hopefully we get a situation similar to what the Chiefs did, and we got a confident second-year rookie quarterback and a new head coach, and we do what we got to do from there. But I think Haskins realistically plays about half the season. He has decent stats. Uh, you'll see some bad rookie stuff and some good rookie stuff, but I don't want to – I personally don't want to see it happen. Prime? Man, Haskins going to play one game max. Y'all is not throwing that boy into that fire like that. Yeah, the team right now is not constructed to to win that many games as far as, like, trying to get the playoffs. So, even if you do throw them in for, you know, eight games, he's going to be a deer in headlights, bro. And especially because the offense, the offense isn't that much great. So, let's say Case Keenum does go uh, eight touchdowns, eight picks, and y'all record is winning five. I mean, what is? I mean, yeah, you could throw Haskins in there, get some excitement and stuff from the crowd, but he's not going to be that much better than Colt, uh, than than Case Keenum is going to do. I would do play Case if he gets hurt, put in Colt McCoy. If Colt McCoy get hurt, I sign the damn quarterback off the street. Uh, Josh I'm not, I'm not, I'm not throwing <laughs> Haskins out there, especially without without any offensive weapons. And then you got Trent Williams, mice. He's not going to be playing for this whole year, so you want. You know, Donald Penn covering his blind side and all these people y'all signing off the street to cover his front side. Hey, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't play him at all. But if he, I do play, I do think he'll play like one game uh, week 17. Let's see what he can do or something like that. OQ, uh, I agree with everything he just said, man. I, I can't say it any better than that. <laughs> Please, please preserve your future. We, we've seen this movie before. I don't want to bring it up. You know exactly what I'm talking about. So if there's a way that we can avoid that situation again, by all means, let's do it. Yeah, that's, that's where I'm leaning. Um, Case Keenum, I think he's going he's gonna to get the job. Right now, he hasn't, he hasn't been great in training camp at all, actually. Um, that's why Colt McCoy is the number one. And Colt McCoy isn't even 100% yet. He's not, he's not playing today because he's a starter and we're sitting him. It's because he's not 100% healthy, and they're keeping him out so he doesn't get injured. Um, his, he, didn't practice, uh, he didn't practice yesterday, and Tuesday he wasn't able to do the two-minute drill because he ended up getting his ankle rolled on. Case, uh, Colt McCoy is a quarterback that always gets injured, and he will find his way to get injured if he becomes a starter. That's good. You have Case Keenum. We had that problem last year where we didn't have a backup for uh, Alex Smith because – Colt McCoy is not a true backup. He'll give you two games and he's gone. So I think Case starts. I think Colt goes in. If Colt gets hurt, I don't want to see Dwayne Haskins play. I, I really do think that this this should be a redshirt season. He redshirted. He or actually redshirted for two years at Ohio State, but he did come in his second year against uh, Michigan and led a pretty great drive. I, I think he, sh- he should redshirt this season. Um, there is a situation where you have a week 17 just go in there and play. We saw that with Patrick Mahomes, actually, um, oh, yeah. because mm-hmm. the Chiefs had, had clinched uh, their playoff berth. We wouldn't be clinching. We'd be clinching that. We're, there's no shot we're going to the playoffs. Maybe clinching the number one pick. Um, we, we can go ahead and throw in Dwayne Haskins and see what he has there. And at that point, he would have had a full season to see every single mistake that Colt and Case had made to lead to that point. 
He would have had a training camp. He would have had everything possible he could have seen. And he understands uh, the NFL game a lot better after playing through preseason. I, I think it's going to be a, a chance where he can develop going into that second year as the true starter. But we do have one more question with the Redskins. And you brought it up with Trent Williams' uh, situation. Do you think he's going to play this year for the Redskins? I don't think so. Only because the the it's just just how wild the medical staff did that. Just <laughs> like yeah, uh, I can see. You know what I'm saying? They said he had a meniscus, or and it was really this, or you know, maybe even something more small. Fool, he had a tumor in his head. Am I am I correct about that? Yeah, he had a yeah yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, come on, bro. Like that is so wild on the wildest levels. Like, I don't see how he how he comes back. And yeah, he may want that new contract, but he's gonna get traded. That that deadline might come, and there's a team that really needs that blindside help, and he he could just step right in there and fulfill that gap. So, and especially because you guys, like I said, it's not a winning situation right now. I don't think he's coming back. LQ. Um, I haven't really been monitoring the situation. I did hear about that tumor thing, and that that's that's insane. I I wouldn't <laughs> personally, um, especially with the the way that things have been going the last couple years with you guys. I'm sure this isn't the first time he's uh had words with the front office. So if he likes those guys in the locker room and feels as if he's fighting for them, I do think he'll be back. But if that's not the case, I do see him moving on elsewhere. I'm just hoping and praying to the football gods that it's not the New England Patriots because that seems like uh, the most likely. That's another three years for Tom Brady. (laughs) That's definitely Brady going to be playing until you're fucking 48. So, (laughs) so if we could avoid that situation, yeah, um, send them to the Colts or something, that'll make me feel better. But as long as it's not the Patriots, bro, it's cool. Um, Just because y'all are my friends, I hope you go back to the Redskins. (laughs) (laughs) They love you, bro. Uh, Michael, what do you think on this uh, Williams situation? Bro, Trent, uh, generational talent at tackle, man. It's just like, damn, bro. His situation, not just the medical side of it, but the contract side of it. He has two years left, and there's a lot of conflicting reports on whether this is medical and money. I think it's a mix, and it's the perfect storm for him just to say, I'm not playing for these guys. Um, so, yeah, I don't necessarily think he's going to play this season. Uh, if he does, it'll be a situation where he comes in midseason. But at that point, why even play? Um, protect yourself. Don't get injured again if you don't really trust the medical staff. Um, my thing is he's not going to be able to force a trade. So we're just going to have him not report. And I don't see that happening for a second year. So it's interesting on what goes on. Um, what you get for Trent Williams back is like a, a fourth round or third round pick. It's not really the NBA where you can package guys together and you can get a first round grade. You're not trading your first-round pick if you're anybody, even for a guy like Trent Williams, because he's so injury-prone at this point. Um, and, you know, you can blame the you can blame the medical staff, the training staff, all you want, but that guy's getting hurt. At this point, you got to take it for what it is. I mean, maybe a Patriots pick him up. Patriots always find a way. He'll go right across the street to TB12, and he'll be playing until he's 40 and be a Hall of Famer or whatever. But, like, I don't see him playing for the Redskins. Unless he gets paid. If he gets paid, then he'll suit up. But if he doesn't get paid and get that contract extension, then we're not going to see that man at left tackle anymore. Yeah, this is a, this is this is tough because I feel like I've gotten it from every single sports team in D.C. <laughs> Bryce Harper last year. I mean, I wanted him to stay. Hey, he decided Bradley, to go to a division. To the to a division. All right. <laughs> not, not yet. Not yet. But yeah. Uh, he decided to go to the division rival in the Phillies. There have been the Bradley Bill rumor reports. We offered him the, the basically the Supermax three-year one hundred million. Still ain't saying that. <laughs> his agents said that they gave him away. He ain't office. say a word. I mean, yet, I mean, he's <laughs> tweeting like nothing. Like we ain't hey, just give him three years, one hundred eleven million, and his agent said they're going to take their time assess the situations. No, so I don't know what's dead. going on there. Um, we, I mean, thankfully the Capitals are the OV. <laughs> Loves it's been DC quiet. And it's been real quiet. Yeah, he he gotten that ring. He don't care. Hockey players don't, aren't really divas like that. And then now we go to football. My favorite player on the Redskins, 
love playing left tackle. Watch all of his his highlight tapes, everything. And he, out of nowhere, minicamp comes and he's not reporting. So I, I've been really in tune with this situation, listening to podcasts, reading reports. And it looks like this is a medical situation that he turned into, if you want me to come back, I'm going to need a new contract type of deal. Um, he got his contract, I believe, four or five years ago as the highest paid left tackle. Obviously, more linemen have come and gotten uh, higher than that. He wanted his contract to be front loaded with guaranteed money. And he got that. Now these next two years, next year, he doesn't have any guaranteed uh, really at all. Maybe one or two mil guaranteed. Uh, this is his last year that he really has guaranteed That's his money. Fault. <laughs> exactly, but his agent, his when, agent when, ain't been on the sticks like that. When exactly? When you? But then when you find that you have a tumor in your head, and the medical team says like, "Look, uh, you have this here. You can go check out a doctor. You can keep playing." And he says, "All right, I'm just keep playing." And then he finds out that it could have potentially been cancerous. Then he can be like, "Look, I mean, I know I agreed to this contract yeah, right here, but that. for all, all my troubles and stuff that I've dealt with, then." I'm going to need a new contract. So I do believe that if Bruce Allen is willing to budge and he's shown that he's not that type of player to really hand out money like that, ever since he came in with dance uh, as Dan Snyder's right-hand man, he hasn't been giving out big contracts like that. Landon Collins is the first contract that he really gave out, and that's another front-loaded, big guaranteed uh, money up front. And then at the back end, you can cut him without uh, any any real repercussion to your cap space. So – Trent is in a very sticky situation. He has two years left on his deal, which makes it very interesting. And then another point that people aren't talking about, Trent wouldn't be practicing in training camp right now. He's so hurt from last season. He would be on the uh, the pup list right now. So, excuse me. So it could be a situation where he's like, look, I'm not going to be playing anyway right now. I'd be ready for week one. I'm just going to stay at home right now. If they can give me a new contract, cool. If they don't, I may show up. I was encouraged by Morgan Moses being so basically saying Chuck's going to come back. Jay Gruden said, look, we're not tra- trading him, but that's what you have to say if you're in the front office of a head coach because you want that trade value to stay as high as possible. Um, the only re- way I see them trading Trent Williams is if they give a first-round pick. I don't think any team is giving a first-round exactly. pick for Trent Williams. So I think it could be a Le- Le'Veon Bell situation where he just he's sitting at home for a year, but this is a two-year situation. So he may be sitting at home for all of next year, and then you play run this back next offseason. So I don't know what exactly is going to happen. I love Trent Williams. I wanted to come back. But the way he's – I mean, at least he's not out in the public. At least he's not, like, dropping mixtapes in, right. in Miami. Right. Uh, playing back. <laughs> I mean, he, he's just selling at home. He's working out at home. So hey. uh, it, it's cool over there with the uh, with the Redskins and Trent Williams. It's going to be very interesting. Um it's a good thing they signed Donald Penn because nobody else could be a left tackle. Donald Penn is not great by any means, but he's a lot better than Eric Flowers at left tackle. So, <laughs> that, <laughs> oh my, he, is he starting? Yeah, he start, he's our starting left guard right now. Bro. They kicked he's, him in. He's not our. He's not our starting left guard right now. Our, our starting left guards week one are going to be uh, left tackle and left guard is going to be Donald Penn and oh. uh, Wes Martin. But because Eric Flowers did get signed as a left guard, Jay Gruden said we're going to give him a real shot to win that position. So he's first team right now. After tonight, hopefully yeah. the Cleveland Browns, please oh turn him up. Please. please. I, like, and then, because Dwayne's going to come in with the second team, so Dwayne is going to be with Donald Penn and Wes Martin. They did it on purpose. So tear up Case Keenum and, and let that go, and then we can we can cut Eric Flowers and be done with this situation, <laughs> situation as a whole. Uh, so we're going to move into the best QB right now in the NFC East. We're going to rank our uh, QBs from one to four. The Redskins uh, and the Giants have, like, weird situations, so I, I guess, do we want to go, like, one through six uh, with uh, Eli Manning and Eli's going to start, so go Eli and Case Keenum for all intents and purposes. I guess, yeah, we go Eli and Case, yeah, Eli and, and Case Keenum for for our QBs <laughs> there, so I'll start with you. This is crazy. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Bro, I don't. I don't all, know. Hey, this is one or two. They all. This is one or they two. They all suck to me, but all right. It's like, bro, Dak is cool. He don't do nothing wrong. Like he don't do nothing. He wrong, don't. Bro. He don't do nothing at all. <laughs> and that's not the worst thing. Like, I'm hip, bro. So, so give me all right. Give me a healthy one at one. All right, easy. Yeah, easy. And at two, I can take Dak. I can take Dak at two. 
I'm comfortable with that. And then I, I all right, Eli, Eli, and then yeah, 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 Eli and Case. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't so bad. And, <laughs> what do you got, from? One, Wentz, two, Dak, three, Kingdom, four, Eli. I seen what Eli did. <laughs> I seen what Eli did with Odell. And then he have Odell and Saquon Barkley. Yeah, bro. And, yeah. and did nothing. All right. Last time we seen Case Keenum started, at least when he had digs and things. Wait, like, wait, 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 wait. That's too. I gotta go off, lines, bro. I gotta go off what I seen though. What I just, what but I see different old seen. lines, bro. But I gotta, bro. They gave Nate Solder all that money. That they got we, we Will just, Fernandez. Just they 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 O line ain't as bad as as what is getting cut off for now. We can't keep using this O line as a, as an uh, excuse. If the O line was that bad, Saquon wouldn't be going Turk like this. The O line ain't that bad. He is the man, bro. The O line ain't that bad. Eli had like five yards behind the line before he can even get up to the line to run. I'm not gonna hold. He did a lot, but I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go off what I seen last though. And the last time I seen Case Kingdom, he was money. Obviously, he he ain't that money because the team, the team wasn't. You know, the team was good, but I gotta get Case at three. And Eli, you know, he about forty five, so. I, I can't, I can't rock with that. I think you know if you put if you put Case Keenum on that team with Saquon and Odell, he 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 does better than Eli did. So I gotta go with that order. Man, I gotta go. All right, I won't, I won't jank it. Do it, nah, do it, do it. <laughs> All right, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. I got, I got. Nah, I can't do that. Never mind. Carson Wentz nah. at one. <laughs> Carson Wentz at one. Janky Dak at two, although nah, it's not even all the Janky Dak at two. Eli at three, just cause I can't. It's Eli, he, bro. You looking at you looking at the career with the two? I'm sharp right, right now, now, today, tomorrow, <laughs> right now, bro. Give, still give me Eli, bro. Still give me Eli. I'm hip, but Case Keenum, bro, as my four. I mean, Case Keenum last year, like he was just like I said, bro, earlier. He's the epitome of average at this point. Like, yes, the Broncos didn't have nothing, but also like, and that, yeah, that's yeah. why he sucked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so like, no, nah, you know what? Wait, Broncos wait, 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 wait. terrible, Tom, man. Broncos was terrible, man. Yeah, the Broncos was terrible. And shout out Jordan. Oh, shout out Jordan. My boy Flacco, bro. He ain't gonna be able to do <laughs> bro. anything, bro. Man, <laughs> I feel bad for Flacco, bro. But yeah, uh, Case Keenum, he's gonna. Be okay. Uh, Eli, he'll still be able to get the ball to his weapons. He did somehow, some way pass for 4,000 yards last year. It's not that hard to do in this league now. He also did do it. Especially yeah, with Odell. You feel me? But, like, he'll get a nice little 3,500. Case Keenum, Case Keenum will get you, like, three stacks. So, uh, I'll go, yeah, Eli three, Case Keenum four. Uh, One, I'm going with. Yeah, I wanted to do it, bro. I wanted to do it, but I was like, yeah. nah. Healthy Wentz is MVP. I Wentz, did. Bro. Nah. Last time we seen Wentz, boy, he was yeah, money. He got that MVP, man. He got the MVP in the palm I mean, of his hands and dropped it. Then he dropped it. We, I mean, we saw we saw <laughs> yeah. Wentz last year, money and he back. just didn't look right. He was coming off of ACL. And he rushed so back I'm going too, off, man. I'm, yeah, I'm going off what I. You went off what you saw last year. I'm going Janky. off what I saw last year. <laughs> <laughs> Dak Dak was the best QB in the division. Um, number two, of course, Carson Wentz. If if he stays healthy, he's number one definitely. Um, number three, Eli Manning. And, no, number three, Dwayne yes, Haskins because Case Keenum is not my quarterback. Case Keenum is not my quarterback. Colt McCoy is not my quarterback. Dwayne Haskins is my quarterback. And number four, we'll go with Eli Manning slash Daniel Jones because they're the same exact. <laughs> Quarterback, they're both gonna suck. Uh, so that that's that's my ranking for uh, one through four. Um, we're gonna go with best offense now in the division. So I'll, I'll start with you here, Prime. The best offense in the NFC. Is this it's such a hard? Is it like do with, they have Zeke or nah? Like, like as it is right now, bro. No. Zeke. Yeah, are we in a world without Zeke? <laughs> yeah, we're in a world without Zeke, bro. I mean, he, he said he said he's not, bro. I, I think it's gonna be bro, like a Le'Veon Bell situation. Coming, I, I bet. I, right. I think. I think is, we go without Zeke. Yeah, this is without Zeke. If this is without Zeke, Eagles won. I know you want to say it. about the offense. Do it. Say do it. Do say it. it. Do it. Say it. Two. Jordan Reed. I'm gonna go to Jordan Reed. Yeah. Three. Three. I'm gonna go. It's like who? 
I got to go three to Cowboys because oh. the offensive line. That's still the offensive side of the ball. 56 sacks, I know Sa- I know Saquon is back there, but I got to go offensive line. And they have the best – they have their offensive line is top two. Then I go Then I go with Giants at four. The Redskins yeah, – Everybody's hurt. Yeah, yeah. The, the Redskins, Jordan Reeds look good in training camp. Uh, you got Paul, Paul Richardson. Paul Richardson is coming back. You got Terry McCarr- – what's his – Terry uh, – McClellan, yeah, 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 he's, a, he's a dog. Played, Ohio State. He played with uh, Haskins. We got AP Kelvin, guys, Kelvin. Thompson in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, got sir. Yes, sir. Oh, you know what I'm saying? That sounds a lot better than 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 Coop, Seven Gallup, and, and whoever. Alpha Moore, so, yeah. Yeah. I like that, bro. LQ, LQ who do you got? Oh, man, I got the Eagles, number one. Um, That offense works. Regardless of who's out there, as you can see, it just works. Um, Philly special, you know what I'm saying? Their play calling and schemes that they run are just amazing. Shout out to Doug P. Um, two, Ooh. I really like that Redskins <laughs> offense, bro. I'm not gonna lie, to we you always guys. decent, bro. A lot of people been sleeping. I played Madden yesterday, and y'all, yeah, it works, it works. Um, who's quarterback? Damn. Yeah, let me get the scans at two, man. I'm I'm, I'm sipping a Kool Aid, bro. <laughs> there we go. Let me get, let me get the scans at two. Um, at three, I, I am gonna put those Dallas Cowboys because they don't have Zeke at three, and at four, man, like you guys said, uh, the the injuries to all of those wide receivers make me very uncomfortable with the Giants. I'm actually watching them right now in this preseason game, and it's not looking good. You're not watching the the modern day Vic tonight. Nah, that's that's the eight o'clock game. I gotta watch Eli first. You know what I'm saying? They got Eli out here playing right now. Actually, <laughs> they, and right, he's, he's all right now. Yeah, and the it's first NFL Network, game, they got Eli starting right now. Oh, they wow. that's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. Like man, my one with a world without Zeke has got to go to the janky Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, they added firepower to an offense that was already top fifteen in my opinion. So good for them. Uh, my two, I gotta go with them Washington Redskins, man. We've always yeah. we all, listen. I mean, yeah, it's a little bit of a homer pick. You feel me? But they always find a way to get. A nice little season from everybody. Uh, good, efficient offense. Uh, last year, we were killing on the run game. Uh, you know, we, we get the job done, bro. We get the job done. Uh, for my three, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm taking the New York Giants. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hold Whoa. on now. Hold on now. Simply because <laughs> okay. hold, hold. I'm expecting okay. a 2,000 yards from scrimmage season from Saquon Barkley. It got to be. It's, it he's, be. I, I expect him to be in MVP talks. I expect him to be offensive player of the year talks. I'm expecting all of that because that man, he is unstoppable. Eli Manning, it don't matter who's throwing on the ball. It might be Kyle Lauletta. It don't matter, bro. Um, Yes, they're missing receivers, but with Saquon Barkley, you already have a receiver. Shout out Golden Tate, too. I see you over there, bro. He's going to get, like, 65 catches for 800 yards. That's, that's cool. And then for four, bro, yes, the Dallas Cowboys, they have the best line. This, that, and the third, bro. But, bro, I, I just, nah. Zeke is the threat on that team, bro. You're that that threat. You don't have to stack the box with any of the other running backs. You can pass block all you want. I mean, you can run block all you want. The last person outside of Zeke to get a thousand yards on that team was like Darren McFadden, bro. I, I don't believe it. I don't respect it. I don't respect the passing game from the Dallas Cowboys, even with Randall Cobb and Amari Cooper. So simply put, bro, they're my fourth team. I, I just don't see them having a lot of offensive firepower this year. I feel like the Giants have a better season offensively. So, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with, obviously, Eagles at one. I'm going with the Cowboys at two because Zach with Amari Cooper looked really, really good. Um, Zeke, of course, helped that equation. But I do think that Zach and Amari can keep it up. Um, The Rexons are three because our offense depends on Jordan Reed. And Jordan Reed is good for eight eight to ten games a game. So if if you're not getting that, we got Vernon Davis oh. as our backup. Who, this ain't I mean, Vernon Davis. Ain't, that's, not the, though. that's not 2011. Right. Yeah, but he, he can't catch the ball anymore. He the, the Thanksgiving game wide a touchdown wide right open. through his hands, and then we had Jeremy Sprinkle Bro, as his backup. So we don't really have we don't have tight ends uh, tight ends like that. If Jordan Reed is healthy, yeah, this this is a really good offense. But we have young wide receivers. I do believe they're going to be good. Uh, Paul Richardson has shown that he can't stay healthy either. Um, he, his whole shoulder was gone last year, and he's still trying to recover uh, recover from there. Guys is coming off of a torn ACL. AP is about 50 years old. Chris Thompson 
has played eight games Glass the past balls. like three seasons. So, I mean, the offense is good on that paper. Medical staff, it's, man, or something. Hey, bro. <laughs> it's the Redskins' curse, <laughs> bro. Change, change the, the name. name, Dan. Come on. That <laughs> offense, the offense is real good on Matt. Hey, Matt, we be cooking, as the season bro. goes along. It looks good. Our our start our starting right guard last year sure. tore his pack. When, when you hear people like tearing their Shut packs up, during bro. football, like it's stuff it's stuff like that that happens, and I just think it's gonna it's gonna lead to another situation where the Redskins have potential and they don't live up to it. And the Giants at four, um, I mean, they don't have a wide receiver that I can really name right now. Uh, Saquon's great, but Eli sucks, and offensive line is. Eh. Yeah, I don't know who to talk so about either. Evan Ingram, man. Evan Ingram. Is, is it Ingram? Is he hurt? I'm not going to hold you. If I didn't yeah, have man. a death chart right now, I would not know who. Rhett Ellison. Brett uh, Ellison. Yeah, like, but, so Giants definitely at four. Uh, we're moving on to the best defense. Uh, Mike, I'll start with you. Oh, here. man. Best defense. Dallas Cowboys. Bar none. Bro. Oh, my gosh, bro. Byron. Hot Boys, as Kenny used to put it, bro. <laughs> they 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 really get the Free cookies, candy. bro. Jeff Jeff Free Heath candy, was man. like the next great box safety last year playing with them corners, bro. Like it's just they they find a way to do it. Shout out shout out to Marcus Lawrence too. We see you up there. Shout out Tyron Carver. Shout out everybody. Shout out Taco Charlton. All of them, bro. Sean Lee still getting it done. Jalen Smith, Vander Esch. The list goes on and on. They're great defense. They are gonna keep doing it. Uh, my two, man. My two. My two. My two. I'm gonna have to go to Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, they're tried and true, and as long as they have Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham out there, bro, they're going to keep doing what they do. Uh, they continue. Oh, they also got Zach Brown, which is actually a pretty big signing for them. He was a great run-stopping linebacker for us, so that's going to work out, too. Uh, their corners have always been, uh, I wouldn't say shoddy, but they've always been, like, they've been touted, like, toted as being great. Always been a little janky, in my opinion, but Malcolm Jenkins is still back there. Ronald Darby's back there, so he'll only get the job done. Uh, for my three, I'm gonna have to go with yeah. I'm gonna have to go with the Washington Redskins. Uh, our front seven is amazing. I saw of our linebackers right now, but I think they're gonna play into their true selves. Uh, Montez Sweat is gonna be an animal. Uh, Ryan Anson is gonna be a good sub linebacker. But outside of the front seven and Landon Collins, we have nothing. Josh Norman is can't play man anymore. He has. Terrible, terrible speed. Uh, Fabian Moreau is not a good cornerback. Um, Greg Stroman sucks. Rogers Carmarty, I don't know. He's just there to be a vet. Jimmy Moreland probably going to end up playing sometime in this season. Quentin Dunbar, he's only good for being a nickel corner. So outside of that, and outside, like they have nothing else. Uh, our front seven is amazing, though. Shout out Kerrigan. He's going to have another 15 sack season. And yeah, did I go through all four or not? Nah, am I missing the the janky the janky the giants, bro? Yeah, yeah the giants. giants. Yeah, they got a defense, bro. I didn't. Even, you people, <laughs> hey, listen, bro. You people, I didn't even want to talk about them, bro. That's how much I just don't believe in them, bro. <laughs> um, outside of the rookies and like their third year players, they suck. Uh, Dexter Lawrence is going to have a decent season just because he's played at the start. Um, Alec Ogletree is okay. Uh, DeAndre Baker, he's going to be thrusted into the starting corner role off rip, which he's going to get burnt. He's going to be playing well, but he's going to get burnt. Uh, Jabril Peppers, he's a good, he's a good box safety. Uh, he's kind of he can play like a light Landon Collins role. Uh, he's not Landon though. And then Janoris Jenkins, it's it's like I said, bro, it's not 2013. It's that's not it no more, bro. LQ. Yeah, man, ain't nobody scared of the Jack Rabbit. Um, <laughs> I don't think that the Giants <laughs> defense anything <laughs> special, bro. Um, number one, of course, we got to them Dallas Cowboys, bro. They Cowboys. Every position on their defense. X Factor, I'm at. Is it? Is it? Um, from top to bottom on their defense, man, I'm very comfortable. We have made it out of the Sean Lee era where it was solely on Sean Lee's back. <laughs> Mr. Wow, Mr. Really, two, bro. Mr. 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 Yo, two yeah. on the top himself, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. So uh, their their defense can definitely breathe easier without him. Uh, I really like Vander Ash a lot. Um, and number two, those Philadelphia Eagles, man, uh, you listed all of the acquisitions and the players that they do have. Um, I want to bring up the cornerback out of Washington, Sidney Jones. Mm-hmm. He got drafted there last year and didn't get the opportunity to play. So uh, hopefully he can step into that slot corner role and make some plays for them this year. And at three, 
those Washington Redskins, man, you guys are a pretty good and young defense. Of course, you guys are the uh, Washington Rolling Tide. So, I love hopefully it. you guys can win a national championship. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. We going to. And, uh, yeah, four, man. Anybody that plays uh, defense for the Giants. Is, is JHPP still over there? Nah, bro. Nah, he's a Tampa Whoa. Bay. Uh, that goes somebody that I know. I don't really know. <laughs> Shout out to <laughs> some boys, bro. Yeah, Jabril Peppers. Yeah. Olivier Vernon's gone. So, you know. That's it. Yeah. It's a defense. They yeah, have they... one out there. Shout out, uh, yeah, I mean, shout out O'Shea yeah, Zimenez definitely... from ODU. Shout out my man, Mark. Oh, yeah. Outside of that. Yeah, uh, uh, d- yeah, yeah DN, you feel so... me? Outside of that, they poop. <laughs> Prime, who you got? One Cowboys, two Eagles, three Skins, four Giants. I actually, I actually like. It's just the Redskins. This is that back end. Yeah, like if y'all would have kept swinging, yeah, it makes me very uncomfortable. And you still got landing. <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable, bro. The pass rush and the run stuff is good. It's just the it's just the secondary. Like bro. I wish I would have kept DJ Swearing because him and Landon. Even if we kept Haha, nice. bro. If we had kept Haha as yeah. three, and I mean he, he can't he can't cover a lick, bro. But he would be back there at least. Haha and Landon would have been solid. But yeah, that that the defense is. I mean, if you want to go Philly one, you can, but I just think that that linebacker tandem is too nice. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm a little bit different. I underestimated the Redskins' offense. I think I'm going to overestimate it here, but I'm going with uh, Cowboys at one. Obviously, uh, I think they they don't really have like a weak spot. Uh, Vander Esch was able to shock the world and take over Sean Lee's position, so they don't have to worry about him. Jalen Smith, that they took a gamble on him with his broken leg, and he was a first round pick before the injury. He was able to come back, and he's showing why he's a first round pick. Um, two, I am going with the Redskins. I think whoa, 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 they did speak in peace, brother. Yes, sir. I, I, top I, ten I have, defense, bro. Top two, top ten defense. I, I, I do think it's a yes, top sir. ten defense. I think Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne are only going to get better in their second and third year, uh, res- respectively. Montez Sweat and Ryan Kerrigan now off the edge. I'm a big Montez Sweat guy. That's who I wanted to draft with our uh, with our pick before we got Dwayne Haskins, and then we traded back up for him. And I do think that's an amazing uh, amazing pickup there. So I'm going Montez Sweat there. Um, inside linebackers, we did have Ruben Foster. Ruben Foster is hurt now. I think that would help. But coming out of camp, it says that John John Bostic and uh, Cole Holcomb, whoever is that other inside linebacker have been pretty good. Sean Dion, another Bama boy. Like you said, our whole team is uh, Alabama. So they've been been good. Landon Collins, obviously, is a big uh, pickup. But besides Julio Jones last year, before Quentin Dunbar got hurt, he was a really good corner. He was our best corner on our team. And Julio Jones put him in a blender, obviously. Every time he was lined up with Odell when Josh Norman wasn't uh, following Odell, he put him in a blender. But Oh, that was gone, and we don't have to. We don't have to play Julio this year. So, oh my God. Oh, man. I, I, I'm feeling good. Uh, Josh oh Norman, God. he was looking good jumping with the hey, Bulls. Bro, so. Brady's gonna throw 500 against us, bro. Hey, he gonna hey, get sacked. Those, those, you feel me? Those dump off. That's that's what I'm. That's what I'm banking on. The front seven is gonna be able to get the pressure, and the defense just able to hold up. Monte, I mean, bro, Troy Aikman's about him playing, bro. Is that bad? Yeah. So. I have the Redskins at two. I, I, I am going to overestimate them, but I think that defense, that front, like that front seven is really, really good. Uh, Eagles at three. Obviously, you guys mentioned why you had them as your number two. Um, I do worry about their secondary. That was their issue last year, and I think it could peak its head again with the injuries that came up there. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then uh, with the, after the injuries came up, they, they weren't really that good of a secondary anymore. And then um, whoever the Giants have, the Giants have at four – I mean, I don't, I don't really care at all uh, for for that defense. They're not going to do anything uh, this year. But it comes to the favorite portion of the podcast for me. We get to rank now uh, these teams who we have as the one, two, three, and four, and where we see the team that wins the division going. So I'll start with you here, uh, LQ. Who do you have winning this division? I have the. Yeah, man. Yeah, I know, bro. I know. <laughs> this NFC East, no Zeke. man. No Zeke. It ain't nothing no right Zeke here, is janky, bro. Oh, uh, yeah, we're on a world without Zeke. All right, uh, let's go, Eagles. <laughs> um, 
I think it's uh it's it's not a runaway. I I do see it maybe they to get ten and six, and you know what I'm saying the Cowboys are right there with nine and seven. You know I I think it's going to be a close race there at the top with uh, the Giants and the Redskins continuing to see who's going to draft uh, Mr. Judy next. next yes, year. sir. Yeah. Bama boys, yes, baby, bring them on the offense. Prime. Uh, one. Eagles to my little Cowboys. I respect the defense too much. Three scans and then four. I'm gonna go to Giants. And Daniel Jones is playing right now. He threw a nice little out. He looking all right. Uh, he looking all right, bro. Let's stop, bro. I mean, I, I just <laughs> cut it on. He threw a nice little out route, but no, I, I've been watching this drive. You know, four for four. I'm, a, yeah, I'm watching the number eight. I'm, I'm, I'm watching, on, bro. He yeah, is faster. You know, Four for four, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> hey, he get a tub right here, you know. Twitter might go a little crazy, man. But yeah, those those, you know, it's it's definitely gonna be a race. Oh, there you go, right there. Oh, he threw a touchdown. <laughs> oh, here we go, man. Yeah, that's, that's a nice touchdown. That's a nice five. <laughs> hey, I'm not trying to hear this, bro. I'm not trying hey, to hear man. this, bro. Haskins, that's all I'm thinking about right now. Hey, bro. be safe, yo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Haskins better show up today. You can't, you can't have no six, uh, six for twenty three nah. type of night. He has to, he has to ball. If if I'm the Giants, I, I pull, I pull. Yes, sir. That's this. my starter. You're like, hey, hey y'all saw, <laughs> y'all saw, y'all saw. Um, Mike, Man, what do you got? I'm gonna have to go. Eagles at one, uh, one game or two games back. I'm gonna have to go Cowboys at two. Uh, I think it's a two team division, like I said. But without Zeke, in a world without Zeke, it's only one team in the playoffs. So. Eagles at one, Cowboys at two. Man, my two – I mean, my three and four, bro, I feel like they're both going to suck, truthfully. Uh, who's just going to suck more? I think I think the Redskins going to end up at three, but it's not going to be a good three. It's going to be like a, a six-win three. And then four, I got the Giants just tanking it, bro. Uh, Eli's going Eli's to do Eli things. I think this is it. Uh, they're going to be the, one of the worst teams in football, in my opinion. So, yeah. Uh. I'm I'm watching this uh this Giants game. Uh the way that the team ran to Jones after yeah, this is, that this, touchdown. This is this, yeah. Hey, this 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 team may already be gone from Eli standing on the sideline looking confused. Cause Eli ran with the same with the same squad and wasn't able to. They didn't ride, even pick so. him up when he got hit, bro. Uh oh. <laughs> I mean, this may be looking real unchy for Eli real quick. Um, but I'm going with Eagles at one, uh Cowboys at two. Red, I know, bro. I, know. I mean, Giants at three and the Redskins at four. You think you're hollow um, no way, bro. Bro, that's schedule. I do. When you that's that's that, that's the first six weeks of the Redskins schedule is, is the yeah, toughest. That's, it's, it's it's, it starts off very aggressive. The <laughs> team, the team that we do have is the Giants, and the Giants put a forty piece on us last year, the last game that we played. 40 nothing in the, in the first half. So, going off of that, I mean, obviously it's a different team, but bro, we I might don't, bro, I, I don't know. When you, when you start bro, 1 and 5, there's really one no, you have no hope and for the five, rest of the bro, season. Only win. It's going to go 0 and 5 and then beat the Dolphins. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm looking so at like, it right now, bro. Y'all fight week is week 10. Y'all it's going to get onchy in between. It, it, it's it's going to be a drag to week 10. So, Yo. I mean, it's I think it's going to be a real tough season. Um, I think Jay Gruden is the first coach fired in the yes, middle sir. of uh in the middle of the Redskins season. I I could see a, a situation like the Cleveland Browns last year where Jay Gruden gets fired, Kevin O'Connell takes over, um, and then he, you have a situation where Dwayne Haskins does come in and play like three four games at the end of the season, maybe go two and one or three and one, and then their excitement is back. But it could be a real tough season for the Redskins. And I, I think I'm going with the Giants three. I, I just don't think they, they really have it in them to be to be really contending. I mean, I'll, I'll love to shoot, prove me wrong. Go, go 10 and 6. Make, make a wild card spot or something. But I don't, I don't think that's going to happen for the, uh, the Redskins this year. But um, Daniel Jones and Dwayne Haskins, of course, will always be connected uh, as these seasons are going by. They play each other twice a year now. So it's going to be very, very fun. The NFC East is always a very competitive division. And usually the winner we, – we haven't had a back-to-back winner in forever. So the Cowboys won last year. So 
it's looking like the Eagles are going to win this year, and it's, it's going to keep on going. But who knows? Maybe a surprise team comes out. Uh, that's going to do it for the NFC East pod. We'll be back uh, with another divisional preview sometime later in the week. But for Mike, for Micah, for Prime, and for LQ, we'll see you on the next episode. Peace. Hey, Eric Flowers, if you listen, <laughs> bro, defend yourself. <laughs> <laughs>